0: Welcome to the Be That Healing Girl podcast, and today's episode is all about the subtle signs that you are self-sabotaging your relationship, honey, okay? So this episode is for you if you have a hunch that you are the drama, okay? If you have a hunch that "Mm, maybe in my relationship I'm the drama, then, then you're in the right place because When we are suspicious or we think that we're the drama, that's a great sign. I actually am really grateful for that in those times that I've realized that because when we're aware of it, when we're aware of our self-sabotage, that's actually how we can change it. So really excited. It's a fun topic. And make sure to stick around towards the end because I'll share exactly some actionable steps and things that you can do to stop the self-sabotage and actually work on building your own self-trust. So super fun episode. And if you're new here, I'm Claire, and I love helping Anxious, overachieving girlies who are in relationship or dating that just want to feel peace, that want to feel secure and safe in their relationship because I got you, I've been there, all right? And we're doing it together. So let's dive in because I was really thinking about this episode and as on my walk and walks, multiple walks, thinking about this episode. And the reality is, I've I've really, at all stages of different relationships and phases of dating and relationship, I've really struggled with self sabotage because guess what, I'm human, uh, and <laughs> so I have a lot of repetitions in working through self sabotage and what it looks like and the signs. So I think the the best place for me to start would be in my 20s i was i was a serial monogamist i was in serious relationship after serious relationship like basically consecutively that's a whole different story but basically there was in my 20s there was a series of two-year relationships like two 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 so I was with three different people two-year relationships and by the third breakup it was really creepy, the exact words that they were all saying as the relationship was ending. And I almost in my mind felt like, "How are they talking to each other? How, how are they saying the exact same thing I know they're not calling each other or texting. They don't even know each other. So it was a sign for me. It was very subtle that, oh my goodness, that if they're, if they're saying all the same thing, maybe I'm the common denominator and hint, hint, I was totally the common denominator. And the thing that they were all saying was that basically they felt like they were working so hard and they were all really trying and it just was never good enough for me and At the time, in those breakups, I was like, yeah, it wasn't good. It was not good enough. You're not doing a good enough job. And now, hindsight, I'm realizing that was actually because I never felt that I wasn't good enough. And so in relationship, we just project all over the place. So instead of working through my own not enoughness, I would blame my partner for not doing enough, for not being enough, like all these things of not enough. And it was a real slap in the face by the third one. I mean, I spent six, eight years with these consecutive relationships, them not working out, and it was a really big subtle sign that turned into a big blaring sign that I was self-sabotaging by really getting in my own way and of, of what was my highest potential. So self-sabotage can look like, uh, when we experience resistance, and there's a wonderful book, um, The War of Art, and it talks about resistance in a creative sense, but I also feel that it's very applicable for a romantic relationship because the book really talks about how we get in our own way from our highest purpose, and I believe that as humans, we are, we are made for relationship. We're, we are programmed, and we're social, so having relationship is part of our DNA. So when I looked at these different breakups, I was realizing that I had my own resistance and getting in my own way through having this projection and perfectionistic mindset with these different people that I was actually, by not dealing with my own not enoughness, I was projecting that into my relationships. And that was my self-sabotage. All right. So the resistance is a subtle sign. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But that was really about the perfection. I was really perfectionistic around that. Now, another time, another way that I was subtly self sabotaging myself was when a friend of mine, a dear friend, she's still a friend, she, I was dating these different people. And I was mul- dating multiple people. And I had one really kind of blow up in my face. He, literally just ghosted out of nowhere things are going great and she looked at me straight in the eye and said I think your picker is broken <laughs> and I to this day I was really offended at the time I was like oh like what but I realized oh my gosh she she there's truth in that something is and how I'm selecting people something's not right my, my picker how I'm picking guys something isn't right and that was the subtle self-sabotage in that was I really wasn't allowing myself to to date people who are worthy. At that time, I had a really low bar. I just was like, are you, are you a person that has a job? And I mean, it was really low. I was just, I, I'm not going to brag here, but it was, it was not good. But when I look back, that subtle sign of I couldn't figure it out I couldn't really put my I didn't I first of all I didn't even realize that my picker was broken and then this other piece around confusion. So confusion is actually a form of self-sabotage. It's a form of resistance because our ego when it's in a pattern that it likes and your ego's job is to protect you, okay? The the ego is the same kind of voice that says you know that's a really dark alley you probably shouldn't walk down that <laughs> it's in that's like one version of it but it's also in our everyday life our ego is there to protect us to keep us safe in and in that we do the same pattern and when we get when universe offers us these different opportunities to see things differently our ego goes no 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 I want you to go back to the normal, Thing that you do, aka the comfort zone. So it will make us be confused. We will get confused because that's our, that's the self sabotage. We, we can't see, oh, I couldn't see, oh, my picker is broken. It was really hard for me to kind of break out of that. And it took me many dates to break out of realizing, oh, I'm self sabotaging by not picking men that are worthy or just not great guys because I was confused and I would confuse myself and overthink it as a form of self-sabotage. So as I was starting to date, I just was figuring it out. I was very confused around who I should be dating, what it should look like, what it should feel like, and just thinking myself into a spiral. So confusion is a form of self-sabotage. Now, as I was dating and getting out there after these consecutive breakups, uh, I had this also realization that another form, a uh, subtle form of self-sabotage was I was looking at my sister who met her husband. She did not date anybody until I think she was like 24 or 25 when she met my brother-in-law. She never had an official boyfriend until she met her husband. And so in my mind, I was thinking, oh, my goodness, that's how it's supposed to be. All right. I, and this even started as a in high school. I, I mean, I literally became official with a guy. And I thought because I saw this, my sister's older, this example that, oh, my goodness, I have to make this work with this person that I met in high school because he's supposed to be the one. And now looking back, that was such a powerful form of mindset, a thought, and self-sabotage because I was comparing. I was comparing my relationships and really getting down on myself, and that was a form of self-sabotage because that just—me not really breaking out of this pattern— was a form of self-sabotage. I was thinking, okay, every guy, the next guy is going to be the one. I keep messing up. I keep breaking up. So I need to make sure that the next one is it. And just that mindset, imagine the pressure that any person would feel if they were dating me. That I, it, even on the first date, in the back of my mind, subconsciously, I'm thinking this is the one. I got to make this work. All right. So subconsciously, our self-sabotage happens when we try to to compare and we compare what somebody else is doing. We compare on our own past. So comparison is also a form of self-sabotage because we think, oh, I can never get that, or we, I have to get that. I have to get that to feel right. That's also a form of self-sabotage. Now, here is here is the the self sabotage that I go back to again and again, and it's just I think about how powerful it was to meet my husband and overcome this self sabotage. Now, I'm not proud of what I'm about to say, okay? Not proud of it at all. But when I was really on the hunt, I was you know mid 30s. I was I was ready, okay? I was ripe. I was ripe. I was ready to to meet my person. And I had, you know, my expectations. They should be six foot tall, six figures, big, you know. I just, I thought that that's, okay, that's my standard. That's my, that's my, that's my standard. It's my expectation. And that was 100% some self-sabotage, okay, because Uh, It really, when we think about self-sabotage, it is having this perfect standard. Perfection is a form of self-sabotage, all right? So I would immediately dismiss anybody on Tinder or wherever I was dating out in public if they didn't meet that standard because in my mind, the perfect guy would be six foot, six figures, you know, all the things, six pack abs. That's a good one. Six foot, six figure, six pack abs, okay? That literally was my standard. Now, as that wasn't working, because FYI, vanity, expectations, and standards don't work. They're they're not gonna work. I mean, they honestly, I I take I might eat my own foot here, but they probably do work. But are you happy? Like w- work is a very open definition. Are you actually happy in that relationship? So as I started to shift, and I realized, oh my gosh, this perfectionism that I'm desiring from the perfect guy or I want the perfect guy, that's self-sabotage. So I shifted that. I shifted that and opened my realm of awareness. And in doing that, I met my husband who I'm sad to say, and I'm not that sad, he's perfect. He's five nine, which by the way, I found out uh, literally last year that he he told me initially when we met he was five ten. And the truth is he's five foot freaking nine. Okay, still love him. He was not making six figures. He was a middle school math teacher for over 15 years. I mean, come on. Math teacher, works with kids. Like I was just, I was a sucker. I I mean, who doesn't love that? So if I hadn't broken out of the self-sabotage that he had to be perfect, I need to meet the perfect guy by this expectations that I had, that six foot, six figures, six pack abs, I never would have met my husband. Never would have met my person through the self-sabotage of perfection, okay? So these are all the subtle signs, and there's definitely more. I probably need to do another episode on self-sabotage because it's really, self-sabotage goes so, so deep. Now, here's what you can absolutely do to really work through self-sabotage. And the actionable thing is to work on your self-trust. And self-trust is just... on a similar vein, how self sabotage is really complex. Self trust is simple, but not always easy. Which is why I'm so excited to roll out my new program. We're going to slay our self sabotage, and this this method that I've created and that I've used for building self trust is so. Mwah, chef's kiss. It is literally such a game changer. I'm so excited about this new program because building self trust and making promises and agreements with yourself is how you eliminate self sabotage. When you can show up for yourself, when you can follow through, when you can keep the promises that you make to yourself, that inner power, it's like, it's like just. I've never done steroids or anything like that. But it's it's like getting a hit of juice to your self-esteem and your sense of self. So when you can build self-trust, when you have an actionable plan, when you have support in building self-trust, then your self-sabotage, bye-bye. And I didn't know this at the time, but now looking back, 100% 100% would help me reach each level and get past self-sabotage was directly related to my self-trust. So if you're interested, when, by the time this podcast drops, we'll probably be in the early bird phase of launching the program. So for early bird, there's a significant discount. So make sure you hit me up on the gram, on Instagram. And if you're interested in getting some time with me to build your self-trust so you can stop the self-sabotage slay is going to be an incredible program i'm so excited about it i can't i I seriously cannot wait so if you're interested let me know hit me up and i just want to say thank you for being here if this podcast has made an impact on you if you enjoy it please rate and leave a review and i'd be so honored i'm so just flattered each time i look at the reviews it's so incredible and Doing this work is incredible, and hearing your feedback is so precious to me. So you can do it, ladies. Stop the self-sabotage. Build that self-trust. I believe in you. Mwah.